This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is omegamanradio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons, tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Take a ride, grab your coffee, and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. All right, everybody, welcome aboard. Today's a live broadcast, Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. And I'm honored to be here with you today and bring to you Prophet Leslie Johnson, of the Prophecy Club and Spirit of Prophecy Church in Plano, Texas. Sister Leslie, welcome back. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing wonderful. I'll be glad when this day is over, but I'm doing wonderful. (laughs) I've got a little bit of a head cold, so please excuse me if I sound occluded. But um, I I am ready to roll. Uh, Sister Leslie, would you like to open us up in prayer? I will do that. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before your throne room of grace, and we thank you so much that we can come and bring a message of truth. We can come and bring a message that will lift up your name, because you are the awesome God, you're the only God, and you're the living God. And so we thank you so much today that you've given me this opportunity to bring to the knowledge of the people an understanding of what may be out there that they're worshiping and they don't even know. Many times we just... Uh, follow what uh, Ted, Sue, Mary, whatever does or whatever a pastor does and we don't check things out for ourselves. So Lord, I ask that you help me to bring this message to their ears, that they would have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying and that also that they will have uh, the the heart inside to change the errors of their ways and also to please you. That's more than anything we want to do is to please you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Sister Leslie, uh, just before today's show, I was uh, watching the program Brother Stan put up on the YouTube channel about your trip over to Honduras. Oh, yes. uh, Uh That was a great report that y'all gave, and uh, praise God for that trip. Y'all did a great work down there. Thank you. Yes, it was awesome. And well, with that, uh, uh, um, do y'all have any more trips on the the board for this year? Um, Yes, uh, we are planning probably next year, because it takes about a year to get everything set up for Honduras. Uh, we're 
we're going to do that uh, probably next October. We haven't really decided yet. We haven't talked about it. I do have a, I have been invited, let's say, to Greece uh, probably in September. So that's another mission trip I'll be doing, and I'm excited about that. I've always wanted to go there. I'm hoping to go to Sri Lanka and India, but we'll see when that comes up. Probably more like springtime, but that's nothing set yet. But yes, hopefully soon, and hopefully Stan will go back to Honduras with us. He loved it. He loved the people, and uh, you know, usually it's me that's the uh, the one that's out there <laughs> going in the trenches, but. He went and really had a good time, although he's found out that he really likes air conditioning a lot. <laughs> hey, well, me too. Um, <laughs> but Greece will be a great trip, and, um, well, that's just awesome. Well, we've got this next hour together, and with that, we'll get started. Um, the microphone is yours. Did you want to open us in prayer? Yeah, open us in prayer already, but I do want to tell you, the people out there, that I'm going to talk about uh, don't fall for the fallen angels to come and heal us um, because... And et cetera. I mean, they, there's too many out there worshiping fallen angels. Um, you know, I even wrote a book on called Shekinah Not Right and um, also about the Kundalini. That's not really um, a fallen angel, but her, the Kundalini and the Shekinah, they work together. Uh, so I don't know. Do you want me to pray again? Do you want me to open up in prayer a different way? Let's do it. And the microphone okay. is yours. Thank you. Okay. Father, we just thank you again. We want to come and just give the spirit of truth to the people and help us to have understanding of your word. Help us to be able to understand the, the lies that are out there, the lies and signs and wonders are, that are out there. And Lord, we want to know the truth. We don't want to be fall, fall for these things. We want to, to love you because you're a marvelous and awesome God. And you we trust. You we lean to. You are the one that's the provider, the healer the one that's a miracle worker. You are the great physician, and we thank you for it, and we give you all praise and honor and glory, and we say yes and amen as I bring this message on, don't fall for fallen angels. Amen. Anyway, my question is to everybody that's listening out there, so, um, you know, for if, you, if you're in a church uh, or just around people, and they are uh, worshiping these lying signs and wonders that are in the church. For example, like gold dust or diamonds, feathers, you know, that, that comes from a fallen angels. It's not from the Lord. And many churches now, unfortunately, um, are starting to worship these, these uh, you know, apparitions, these 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 like you know the uh, feathers and the gold dust etc and they just say we don't even need Jesus anymore I mean I've heard it I've, I've looked it up I've done my study on it and um, it just saddens me because we I'm understanding more as, as I get I don't know as I do my research just listening to the Holy Spirit listening to the Lord I'm, I'm just I'm even learning more and more about the fallen angels and so what happened was is that I was um, doing, you know, when I did the book, The Shekinah Not Right, ever since I've done that several years ago, you know, more and more has been coming to me and showing me that there's things out there that are wrong. And then there's um, some big name ministries like Todd Bentley's one of them that they worship this angel called Emma. And so I began to pray and ask and do some research, etc., on this Emma 
And it's, first of all, that, you know, angels are not female in the Bible. They're all related as masculine. So what is happening is they're worshiping this Emma. They're calling in the angels. They're calling on them in to just worship, worship, worship the angels and have them come in. Um, not Jesus. They're not worshiping Jesus. They're worshiping, you know, these fallen angels. They're praying to them to heal them. They're praying for them for the finances. They're, you know, they're worshiping the fallen angels. And sure enough, you know, these, unfortunately, there is a dark side to the healing. And when they, when the fallen angels, um, you know, would heal somebody, they, they just impart like a demon to people. It's not the Lord at all. And so people are, they're getting confused because there is black magic out there and it's very demonic and it's very seducing. And it's something that people are loving because it's very flesh oriented and it's, it's, um, even they feel like they've even said, you know, when they when they walk in and Shekinah's there, they even feel like there's an orgasm. They even have like an orgasm. So I mean, that's been stated, and it just saddens me so much that they're they're worshiping the wrong spirit. So I want people to know: don't fall for these fallen angels. Um, many are asking them to heal them. Many are worshiping angels, not the Lord. We're not supposed to worship angels. Um, if they want to know more, they need to probably, um, if they want to understand about Shekinah, they would need to order my book called Shekinah Not Right or about the Kundalini Spirit, which is Snake in the House, and they can get that either at the Prophecy Club or go to traintheprophets.com and they can get that. And that would help explain a lot more than what I'm going to explain today. But they all have to do with an angel life. They all are fallen angels. And you know, the scriptures are very clear in Isaiah 53, 5. It says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, the Lord's stripes, we are healed. It's not the angels that are healing. Because it says that we're not to worship angels. Angels even worship Jesus. And the angels that heal are fraudulent. They're not they're not from the Lord, and they just receive a devil is what they receive. They receive a demon. And so I think many times uh, believers, you know, they worship these fallen angels because, again, they get caught up also during the praise and worship time and how they feel so good. And these, these fallen angels, you know, they want to replace Jesus. They love to be worshipped. Uh, they don't... And, Okay, so they don't possess a person, but they want to be worshipped. You know, just like we have different ranks of angels, um, the same thing with the demonic. There's different ranks. And fallen angels are closely like, you know, Satan. They, they love to be worshipped. They want to be worshipped. And they'll do anything to cause this um, delusion to you so that you'll... So that you'll worship them instead of the Lord. That's what they that's what they will do. You know, God's people are seeking God's glory, but they end up in worshiping the Shekinah or they end up worshiping Emma or Mary, etc., because they are seeking God's glory. And they don't go to the scriptures themselves, they don't do uh, research themselves. If they get confused, you know, they just follow whatever's going on in their atmosphere, their church, uh whoever they like to watch on TV, etc., and thinking that these these signs and wonders, it has to be God. And it gets them so caught up into believing this life that they, they start, uh, you know, sounding very like, 
very very highly spiritual and things like that. And they again, I have people even show me this was a, a feather of angel of the Lord that came in. And we're like, are you kidding me? First of all, angels don't have feathers. Hello. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's there are just lies out there. But, I, again, I would encourage them to get the, the book, at least to start with this. You're kind of not right. And I'm probably going to be writing another one about the fallen angels here real soon. You know, go more deep depth about it. But, unfortunately, God's people, they're seeking his glory. But they end up wanting these signs and wonders. And they believe what they're hearing and seeing is from God, and it's nothing uh, but a lie. It's like a wolf in sheep clothing. You know, they start believing this this um, big name pastor out there, or out that there there are many out there. Uh, and unfortunately, they're even taking this around the globe. You know, in Honduras, I spoke at a this lady at her church, and she really. She really loved me. She wanted me to come in and speak to her church, and she wanted me to speak on Kundalini. Of course, this is all done through an interpreter because I don't speak Spanish. I only know a few words, <laughs> like um, I don't know. Como estás, Ed? You know, that's about it. Um, but I, I, you know, I do love the people there. So oh, it's all through the interpreter. She wanted me to come in and talk about uh, the Kundalini. I said, okay, I would. And so my armor bearer, Sharonda, and I, we were trying. We kept trying to get the. The video that I was going to show them, like the truth about what is happening in churches and then what happens in the cult. It just goes back and forth, and you can see how much error there is there. And it just kept not working. I thought, oh, okay, Lord, okay. I know what you want me to do. So on their wall, when I walked in, was big, big letters. It had Shekinah on the wall. So I said, okay, well, and I told them, I said, well, y'all might be kicking me out of this church here real soon. Just want you to know that I love you very, very much, and I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to tell you a truth here. So I started telling them about um, the truth about Shekinah, and their eyes are looking at the wall. And they're looking at me, looking at the wall, looking at me, <laughs> and uh, they are. I mean, they were really listening. They were. I mean, they really were in tune. And I was so, so blessed because when I got up and I was leaving, we were getting all our stuff together, leaving. Of course, they want pictures. They want hugs and everything. Um, they were tearing that those letters down off that wall just as fast as they could. And I thought, you know, just here in the United States, I wouldn't see that. I mean, I probably would really get kicked out of the church. But, um, you know, I just I wouldn't see that. Because they, they are so hungry for... Knowing truth of what's going on, and, and I have to, I have to say, you know, these there's too many ministers that come from United States going over there and other places in the world because I've seen it even in Pakistan. They go to places and they and then they bring these lies to them, even about the Kundalini. They can bring these lies to them, and they unfortunately they don't know any better. But then when they they recognize truth when they hear it. And they wanted to know the truth. And, boy, they were tearing it down fast. And they, they were so blessed. And I was I was so blessed because I thought, praise the Lord, you know, um, I'm so happy that, that, first of all, I didn't get kicked out. Second of all, that um, they really they listened to the sound doctrine. And so I was happy for that. Anyway, I want to talk to you also about um, M-O, Emma. There's a... Um, 
an angel out there that they call on. You'll hear it. You know, if you have ears to hear, you'll hear it. These, unfortunately, big name ministers who will call on Emma, and uh, they start worshiping Emma. And let me tell you what who Emma really is. So Emma uh, is it's it's you know it comes from. The underworld in Japanese, like the mythology, you know, I, I really believe like mythology is uh, is all these things that we learned. Even when I learned when I was a child, like Greek mythology and all this, it's it's really there's truth in that because they really were fallen angels. That's what I believe. But this Emma manifests herself in apparitions, uh, different manifestations. Um, also, they call on. Azrael, A-Z-R-A-E-L, which is, that's what the Satanists worship, and that means it's a destroyer, deceiver, a liar. And again, they don't dwell in the human bodies, but they can impart, um, you know, a lower-ranking demon into people. Um, they can summon them. Like, for example, uh, they may lift a man out of a wheelchair and command the demons into the man. And therefore, it looks like this man was healed, but he was really receiving, you know, a fraudulent miracle, and that's what happens. And you know, you've probably heard of uh, these apparitions where Mary is crying, uh, Mary is speaking, um, you know, these statues. But it's just an apparition, and they say that um, in my research that Emma, the fallen angel, is behind these Mary apparitions, and they seduce these people to believe these lies and these lying signs and wonders, and so they have. You know, little children even believing that this Mary is talking to them and giving them a prayer, and she's crying for them and things like that. So they begin to worship these statues. Um, and again, it's nothing but, um, you know, these fallen angels that are coming in seducing these people. Uh, you know, I, I, I mentioned the name Todd Bentley. Uh, he, if you don't know that name, and he was part of the Lakeland Revival and also did a lot of work within Toronto, you know, with this Rodney Howard Brown and things like that. And it's it's really caused people to uh, get caught up in these lies. And they think they're so powerful, wonderful, these men of God, they say they call them, but they're really not. They're men of the devil. And they um, uh, they call on this Emma. And so where Todd Bentley got it was is that this Bob Jones, which he was really a formal, formalistic, he was um, – he was a prophet in the Toronto movement. Um, he was also there in Kansas City, you know, the Kansas City prophets. And he would call on angels. He would call on. He would call on specifically Emma, and he's the one that introduced uh, to Todd Bentley this Emma. And um, you know, I don't have to go a lot into it, but just to let you know, this Bob Jones, who said he was a you know his prophet uh, from Kansas City, and he, in the Toronto movement, when he was involved in that, I mean, this is all documented, he would have these women stripped naked so he could check them, quote-unquote, for spots and blemish, blemishes, and um, then he'd get them in bed, say so Jesus told them to go to bed with him, and and then finally he was exposed, and, um, and you know, he, even though he was exposed, he still did a lot more damage after that, uh, but he's not around today. And then Todd Bentley has many, many tattoos all over his body. And many of these, um, uh, the, they're Japanese um, symbols on him. And I mean, I don't read, I don't read Japanese. I'd be interested to know what some of them mean. But 
it is it is very very scary because he is he is marked with these fallen angels uh, apparitions all over him. Um, but anyway, I want to go back to what Todd Bentley. Just, I mean, uh, well, Joe's told Todd Bentley because this is what many people, even like I said, big name ministers out there, they're believing this and they're calling on this Emma. And he told, um, call, start calling on Emma when you go to these meetings. When you have meetings, call on her because she'll come in and she'll heal people. And that's, that's who he uses to heal on stage. Well, you know, again, it's by the blood of Jesus that heals. It's not a fallen angel. It's not an angel of God. It's very clear we're not supposed to ask them or call on them to heal us. But he is calling on these, um, this top Bentley. He calls on Emma to to heal people. And he, this Bob Jones introduced to Todd Bentley, this Emma, and he said that his power, Bob Jones says his power comes from Emma, and you can get the same power. So he, he just, you know, introduced her, and sure enough, you know, they're, they're operating together, um, and he's operating with this Emma, working with him wherever he goes. Uh, it's it's really really it's really really wrong the, 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 what they're doing and I'm I'm very upset about it very upset about it uh, because I think that just like the Catholics pray to the dead to get them out of purgatory just like the Catholics pray to uh, different statues and uh, call on their saints etc uh, the same thing happens in the Christianity we're doing the same thing we're calling on these uh, different um, what they would, what we would call saints, etc. But, but we're calling on these fallen angels to do things that we're not supposed to do, and they believe that they're getting healed from the Lord, and they're not. Um, one video that I have that um, you know, since I can't show you, but there is it is on the internet, by the way. Uh, you can you can see where Todd Bentley he just he just calls out over and over and over and swoops down with his hand. In the air, he pulls down and he says, "Angels, angels, angels! We're calling the angels, angels, angels to come in. Angels, angels, angels! They're not the whole. All these people, they're they're looking up into the the ceiling and they're crying and they're they're yelling out as loud as they can. Angels, angels, angels! Come forth, angels, angels, angels! And you know, and so in Galatians, for example, Galatians one eight, it says, "But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you." That, then that which was what we were preaching to you, let him be cursed. And then 2 Corinthians 11, 14 says, And no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. So we have these uh, little bit lower-ranking angels than <laughs> Satan out there that um, are being worshipped and being caught upon. Uh, I, just, I don't understand why people get caught up in that, but they do. Again, they're looking for the power of God. And they look in the wrong places. I mean, I really believe that whether people are saved or unsaved, the desire is to reach out to the power of God, grab the power of God. And I remember a time that um, and I was young. It was, Stan and I were very young. We just got married. And, and I was really searching for the power of God. I wasn't really raised in church. And so... You know, I'd go the three times a year thing, and so I wasn't raised that way, but, you know, I believed in Jesus, and so I started looking for the power of God, but I started getting into Rosicrucianism, and praise the Lord, after about three months of into that, I realized, this isn't God, this isn't right, and so I got out of it, and so I, I appreciate, 
the fact that, you know, he opened up my eyes and I could see things now when they come closer to it's not the Lord. Um, but we can all be deceived. All of us, all of us can be deceived. And unfortunately, many are. That's what's happening right now. Um, this Emma, if you go to, you know, something like the Lake Van Revival or all those people that were with him, even a Rodney Howard Brown, um, you know, um, and I can name some others, but I won't, but they, they can, they'll call on Emma and they, they say that Emma is the one that's putting the gold dust on people. Um, she's releasing that gold and then she says she's, you know, they say she's the one that's releasing the gold and so they'll have a financial breakthrough in that church. And sure, you know, the enemy is going to come in to bring in, um, you sell your soul to the devil. He's going to bring you whatever fortune you want all the way to hell. And that's what they're doing. They're, they're um, you know, they're falling for this and they're letting the devil just take over their life. And it's, and, and fortunately, people that just call themselves Christians, just because they say the name of Jesus, but they're worshiping the wrong God. Um, there was a, a time that Todd Bentley, he was in the small church. I'm not sure where it was. I can't remember where it was at the time right now. But um, they said that they, you know, that there was only like 3,000 people in this whole city. And they had just hundreds of thousands of dollars coming in. Um, and the the woman, the wife, the pastor's wife, uh, she started, they said the the testimony is that she started barking like a dog and squawking like a chicken and, and all at the same time then this powerful prophetic spirit came on her and and she started uh, uh, calling the people in the church like that were there that day just calling the phone and started prophesying over them and she said that God gave her a telephone number and because of word of knowledge it's nothing but channeling it was just it was it was very very scary and, you know, I, I think that that church has to be, unfortunately, just a curse. But people just want to believe the lie because it just seems so awesome. Seems so awesome to them. And, and you know, we need to have our eyes open. We need to have understanding of what's really being on, going on. And, you know, the New Age uses this word enlightenment all the time. But we need to be enlightened. We need to know the truth. Um, we need to know what. Uh, really is God's glory and what is not God's glory. We need to know what is um, the angel of the Lord and what is not the angel of the Lord. And uh, and people, we fall for the lie, unfortunately. Um, you know, God has uh, given in his word. He tells us in, that there's principalities and powers and rulers of darkness. And uh, there are different ranks. And it's time that we start understanding that there's different, different ranks and just like there's different ranks of angels or different ranks of, of demons, and it's real. Just like heaven's real and hell's real. It just happens. In uh, Colossians 2.18, it says, Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. And this is what's happening. People are, they are... By their flesh, they're believing this. They're they're getting their um, reward taken away from them, which that reward is their salvation. He gets them taken away because they start worshiping the angels. 
They start calling on angels. They believe in angels. Um, you know, there's different angels that even the Catholics call upon, like, um, I'll talk more about it here in just a minute, but like, I think it's Raphael. They call him Raphael, to the, the angel that heals. And, um, you know, we're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed to do those things and call upon them to do anything. Uh, they're, they're lower than dwarves, but unfortunately people just put them in the same category as Lord Jesus, and they just, you know, we think that we can just do whatever we want to with them, and it's just, it's just wrong what we're kind of, what we're believing, and uh, I mean, I, I have to say that, you know, if my eyes were open on some things, I mean, it scares me on just how close that even I was getting into getting close to the Kundalini, getting close to worshiping angels, and praise the Lord, you know, he he grabbed me <laughs> and said, no, this isn't right, and I began to do my reading and studying and searching and uh, realized that, man, the Lord just saved me. He saved me out of so many things, so many things. Um, there is a book, uh, it's called, um, I think it's just called Emma, an Angel of Light, um, the person's name is, I guess, Joseph Fisher. He he wrote a, this, a very thin book, and I did get it, but it, it really kind of helped me kind of see some things and understand some things. But this, he says, you know, there's so many false ministries out there, just like I said, the lying wonders, the lying healings, the lying revelations, uh, false doctrines that come out, also this voice pretending to be the Holy Spirit, coming out and and it says that we're supposed to call on angels to thank God for the angels and bring this wealth, etc. And again, there are people that are they're, they're worshiping the wrong, wrong thing. They're making them like a God instead of the Lord Jesus. And in Matthew 24, 24, which we know, we see, it says, For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. You know, can we be deceived? You know, can we be misled? Uh, just because we ask Jesus in our heart, does that mean that we can never be deceived? Only those that are, that are not following Christ? Well, this is talking to us. This is talking to us children, the ones that believe in Jesus Christ. It's not talking to the sinners out there. He's talking to us and saying that we can be deceived. That we can, that we're going, that many out there are going to worship these false Christs and false prophets. Um, they're going to worship these signs and wonders. They're going to worship these these fallen angels. They're going to worship just angels in general more than they do the Lord. And so we can be misled. I had this um, dinner with this friend of mine. Um, she doesn't live in town here. She lives in Houston, and she was in town for the weekend. And so, took her to dinner Saturday night, and um, she was asking me some questions about Shekinah. And she said, "But Leslie, it's in the Bible." And I said, "No, it's not. It's not in the Bible." And I said, "It's in the you know Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah. It's in the Kabbal. You know, it's 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 mythology." It's mysticism. And she said, no, it's right here. And she pulled up her phone. She has the Bible on her phone. And she said, oh, my goodness. She said, this is how they deceive you. She said, they had added parentheses when it had the glory. They added parentheses and says Shekinah now. So 
right now people they're you know they don't like what's being said out there so they're adding this name they're adding the, the name book of psalms they're putting in parentheses uh so that you know that means it's not really there but they're they're deceiving many many people thinking it's in the bible now and it's not it's not there at all um you can get the book <laughs> she kind of not right it'll show you um you know but we can be deceived we can be misled we can be seduced and believing all these things that are not of the Lord, not of the Lord, and we're supposed to be reproved, we're supposed to be reviewed, we're supposed to uh, endure sound doctrine, and so many, and it says in the scriptures, many, at the, especially in times, they're not. Stand by a second. I've lost audio. Mixlr, we still have audio out there. Sister Leslie, we have lost you. Hang on. Let's get Sister Leslie back on. Hold on, folks. Let's try that again. Brother Stan, Sister Leslie, Stan. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we lost you for me. about sixty seconds. Uh, you're back. I'm sorry about that. Are you getting out of here now? So you lost about sixty seconds. You said yes, yes ma'am. That's all. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. So it's why okay. do you know? The enemy doesn't like this. <laughs> they want people. The enemy wants them to worship him. So you know that's why. But anyway, we, you know, I don't know where we were, but I'm just saying that I'll start with this is that, you know, we need to have the Lord reprove us and to also to chastise us to, you know, to teach us the truth and all these things of his word, because, you know, there, there's coming a time and if we're seeing it right now, and I'm seeing it with so many people, um, you know, they're, they're, they don't want endure sound doctrine. They want to go after their own lust. They want to go after whatever feels good to their flesh, uh, whatever sounds good to their ear, and they're going to turn away their ears from the truth, and they're going to turn many others away from the truth uh, because they're not going to do this this sound doctrine at all. And I, I see it. I see it happening. I see it in other countries already happening. And, you know, unfortunately, that's, that's really, really sad. I don't know what to to make of it other than we just need to realize that, you know, the Lord is is here. He's going to give us the sound doctrine, and we should we should have it. We should have this the sound doctrine. So hang on, I just lost my, my um, information here. Hang on just a second. What happened? Absolutely. And if you're just joining us, we're live with Prophet Club. Yes, ma'am. All right, so I mean, it's sad that we're having so much trouble because I, I, I do know it's just enemy you know, just doesn't want us to handle all this, right? He didn't want us to bring all this truth. <laughs> but guess what, devil? We're going to do it. We're going to we're going to tell the people the truth, and um, they're going to get free from all this. And I'm I'm happy that they're going to get free from all this, and we want them. But you know that the the name of this is going to be "Don't Fall for Fallen Angels." 
You know, is it okay that we worship angels? Absolutely not. We're not supposed to do that. Uh, it's Jesus. Jesus, by his blood, is the one that heals. Not uh, not me, not Shannon, not not angels. It's uh, it's the Lord. It's his blood. It's Jesus that's doing the healing. Uh, Jesus is the one that does the deliverance and all these things. We can't be deceived, and we should not be deceived. But right now, as the day approaches for the Lord's return, it's going to be more and more and more. More and more people are going to be deceived, and they're going to believe the lie. Um, you know, one of the things I want to bring out that I don't know if a lot of people are, understand this, but, you know, the angel of Bethesda, uh, that really was a mockery of, of divine healing. And so let me read this to you. In John 5, 4 through 8, it says, For an angel, it doesn't say the Lord's angel, it just says, For an angel, went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. And Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up that bed and walk. So the, the saying that the angel there, that was a fallen angel. It was not of God. And, uh, you know, many worship this Raphael, like I mentioned earlier. And I think that the, especially the Catholics, they call them these seven archangels. Uh, the, some of them have believed in there's more. So the, the main thing is there's seven archangels. And they say that they stand before the throne of God. Um, and they say that this, this Raphael is, is only one of only three angels who have been given by sacred scripture. And they say that his name means that God heals. Um, they also say that this this angel he's the he's the patron of, of for travelers and also blindness and anybody that has any kind of bodily sickness or ills. He also takes care of doctors and nurses and medical caregivers, and then he also has these joyful meetings. Meetings, and so they also they also many many of the Catholics they celebrate along with St. Michael and St. Gabriel on September the 29th, they put him, this this St. Raphael, or this Raphael, this angel they call upon, uh, they believe that he's an angel of healing. Um, they, it, it's, they they believe that this Raphael is the one. And it's, it's, they say that it was mentioned in John 5, 4, and that he came to the pool of Seda. Again, this is nothing but a fallen angel. This is not an angel of the Lord that comes in. And when they, it's like the first one in could be healed, and the second, you know, if you, if you didn't get in in time, then you don't get healed. That's not the way the Lord works. Matter of fact, you know, Jesus came to him and healed him because he said, you don't have to get in this base of leaves like, you know, I'm just paraphrasing, I'm just adding to this, but you could just say, you know, you can just get in this, this troubled water, be healed. No, I'll heal, I'll heal you. You know, they, the guy didn't even know who Jesus was. You know, he had to go fight, the guy found him and told him, say, the man, he healed me. Um, so they they were upset about that, but this is nothing but a mockery. And many many Christians they believe, wow, an angel of the Lord healed there. No, he didn't. It just it was not an angel of the Lord. Very clearly in the scriptures, when it's angel of the Lord, it says angel of the Lord. This doesn't say anything about angel of the Lord. So it was definitely a mockery. In other words, 
It had nothing to do with faith. Just you get in the water first, you're healed. It had nothing to do with faith. Um, you know, it still goes on today. You know, the religious, um, they work with these fallen angels that don't trust God. Uh, they, it's like a lottery. You know, the fastest person in the pool wins the lottery. Uh, but again, it's, it's a fallen angel. It's not of the Lord. It was a, a lie. You know, but Jesus, you know, he went there to show that these siblings were not of God. Jesus is the one healed. Not, not the troubled waters, not the angel that was troubling this waters. Uh, what does it do? You know, God's angels are messengers, and that's what they do. They don't have a ministry of their own. Um, unfortunately, even like, um, I have video footage uh, that it was the 700 Club. They even mentioned about, because someone's question had come in, does God's angels heal? And he goes, yes, of course. You know, we have Raphael to heal. I'm like, what? You know, I'm just going to leave it. A lot. Millions of people listen to this. Millions of people listen to the 700 Club. Are you kidding me? Why do they do this? Because they are deceiving. They've been deceived, and they're deceiving many, many people. And unfortunately, we had some names out there that a lot of people listen to, um, and they don't. As, you know, Christians, we need to do our own due diligence and do our own study and find out for ourselves. We can't just believe every every spirit. Can't just believe every word that's being said to our ears, and we can't believe just how wonderful we feel or how amazing this bright light that enters the room or, you know, gold on your hands and things like that. That's, those are definitely lies and signs of wonders that people begin to worship instead of the Lord. And so, I don't know. But when did the healing power of the Lord Jesus become not good enough? That's what I want to know. When did the healing power of the Lord Jesus stop become not good enough? That's what's happening. That's not good enough. And so people are believing that we gotta we gotta uh, come up and summons up this this other way that we're being healed. Uh, when did you you know stop listening to the Holy Spirit? When was when did listening to the Holy Spirit become not good enough? When I don't I don't know I, I, I don't understand why the Holy Spirit can't be just enough. I can't understand why Jesus can't just be enough. Uh, but that's what happens. They, that's where they go. And so they're summing up this, all these lies out there, trying to make um, their ministry and everything else be so, much, seem, be so much more enticing so people come in. And that's what they do. Um, Stan recently received an email from this, this woman, and it said, uh, Pastor Stan, I'm going to a prayer group that is starting to talk about quantum physics and embracing your emotions to connect to the Holy Spirit. She goes, this doesn't seem quite right to me. Do you think that Christianity is in line with quantum physics? Or do you think it's New Age teachings? And I couldn't believe it. Stan goes, you handle this, Leslie. <laughs> it was more up your alley. I'm going, well, first of all, you know, quantum physics, that's the study of matter and energy at the most fundamental level. Uh, it, uh, you know, it, it, it's nothing but, you know, energy and vibrations and, um, you know, all these things, and people get so caught up, and yes, they get caught up in these new age things instead of believing that the Lord is healing them. And so they're studying about quantum physics. They're studying about quantum physics and how it relates to the Holy Spirit. Give me a break. Give me a break. Is the Holy Spirit not good enough? Uh, really? Uh, I don't know. I mean, they, you know, you can just believe what you want to anymore. 
whatever your reality is, is what is true. That's what they think. Whatever you want, you can just um, believe it now, and it will be. You can believe what, however you want to believe, and believe it that that you're going to become a god. That's what too many are believing now. Uh, so they're falling away. You know, Christians are falling away from their their faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, Christians are turning away from Christ and His Word, trying to receive the answer. They don't want to go to the Bible anymore. It just takes too long. They turn to psychology. They start, turn to uh, methods of believe in the Word of God. They don't even study the Word of God. Um, and they, you know, we have, uh, you know, Sam says he was trying to find a Bible, a King James Bible. They're trying to find that in a bookstore, a Christian bookstore. Can't find them because they're going to these New Age versions. And they're adding things and they're taking out things. They're taking out the blood of Jesus and adding... Um, in parentheses, you know, it should come at. And it's, that's, what, that's what the people are believing, and that's what they're reading. And that they can't understand, and they need to get another a Bible that's easier to understand than the King James. Really? This is, you know, this is, they're, they're lazy, they're not, they're not, they're just believing these lies that are being told to them. And that's what happens. You know, First John 4, 1 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit. Prophets are gone out into the world. And then in Galatians 1 8 says, But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you, then that which we have preached unto you, let him be cursed. And I had said this earlier, and I believe that that's what's going to happen. So are we putting too much emphasis on angels? I believe so. You know, the Holy Spirit's supposed to be our God. Um, in John 14 20, it says, At that day you shall know that I am, my, that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. So if we're trying to discover, you know, something hidden, uh, if we're trying to pursue these experiences, for example, in the spirit realm, you know, Lord, he wants us to not do this. But too many times people are staying in the spirit realm over and over and over again. They stay there too long. And guess what? There is the, the spirit realm has the good side that has, also has the bad side. And so you stay there too long, you start believing the lie. You start, you know, it feels good. It feels like, well, you feel real powerful. You feel very close to the Lord. I've been there myself. I mean, I understand. But it says, you're not supposed to do that. We're not supposed to be there. But it says that, you know, people, when they do that, they start believing every spirit that is talking to them. Every spirit. And unfortunately, um, they're falling away, right and left. They're falling away. Um, people don't, you know, I have not been... When I wrote the book, Yoshikana, I have been criticized more for that book than any other book that I've written, um, even more than the Kundalini, because people want to keep their seducing spirit. They want to keep that seducing feeling that they that they have, uh, because they, they don't want the, what they feel like is powerful to be taken away from them. And it's not, to me, I'd rather have, I'd rather start all over, and accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, get baptized in the Holy Spirit, start all over, then to believe um, that this Kundalini is okay, or to believe that the Shekinah is okay, because it's not. It's not okay. Um, it's just it's just wrong. Um, you know, the Catholics they believe that that <clears throat> that you know these angels appear to them. Um, again, they, they worship these angels, these 
these fallen angels, they worship them on September the 29th. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just a mess that. And to give you another point, um, in the Kabbalah, um, in the Jewish mysticism, it talks about the, like, 72 angels. You know, the angels are messengers. And the Bible talks about mostly, like, you know, Michael, Gabriel, they're messengers. They're not there to, to heal or not to worship them. They don't come to heal. But they, that's what people believe. You know, there's not just the Catholics. There's others now, unfortunately, in the Christian, Christianity world, they're starting to pray to saints. They're starting to pray to calling on different names of the angels. Uh, they're getting into mysticism, mythology. Uh, they're worshiping, you know, there's like 10,000 saints or more probably now that, that the Roman Catholic Church that they recognize um, and they people worship them. They they go after their holy men, holy women, and and we gotta pray to them, and gotta pray for them to bring our finances in. We gotta pray for them for healing. We gotta pray to them for whatever, uh, you know, for guidance and all kinds of things. They worship the saints. They don't worship the Lord anymore. Uh, you know, this is they say that it's God's will that the saints pray to us or pray for us. It's not God's will. Um, and God set it up where we just pray to go to the Father about Jesus. I mean, we, we get our prayers answered that way. So I don't understand. I don't understand why they want to pray to these dead saints out there, but they do. And unfortunately, and I'm not just coming on to these Catholics out there, because there's Catholics that really believe in Jesus. I understand that. But, you know, we're talking about Christianity now. We're talking about people in the Christian church that are doing this. Uh, you know, if you want to get into Hinduism, gosh, there's like, they call them, they say there's 30 million core of Hindu gods and goddesses, and they come up with war all the time. Um, this Todd Bentley he talks to, he says that he prays to angels, like the angel of revelation, the angel of winds of change, angel of finance, angel of wisdom, angel of healing, and so forth. And so if you want to have finances and you need to pray and have this angel of finance uh, come to you. If you want revelation and you need to have this, this angel of revelation come to you. If you want wisdom, you need to pray and ask this angel of wisdom to come to you. If you want healing, you need to pray that the angel of healing come to you. Um, what happened to the Holy Spirit? What happened? What happened? There's a Father, there's a Son, there's a Holy Spirit. There's one God. One God that we need to pray to. One. Go to the name of Jesus. That's what we need to do. And they don't do that. They want to go. They want to pass right on by Jesus. They don't think that, you know, that he's good enough, I guess. I don't know what it is. I don't understand it because I do. Uh, they don't get the danger. They don't get the warning. They don't get the caution out there because we are giving them truth. I'm giving them truth. And yet people don't like the warning sign that's out there that's going beep, 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 you know, that's waking, trying to wake them up. Uh, they just, they say that you're not walking in love, you know, you're walking and judging us, you're causing division in the church because you are saying these, these things about Shekinah and this Emma, and you're talking about angels, and so they're saying that I'm causing this, I, and I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I love you so much, I'm going to tell you the truth. I I am judging what is going on because this is wrong. 
And they're saying, well, you know, there's revival coming, and it's going to be wonderful. And, you know, I've often said when they've told me this in the different places that we would speak, like, you know, this this prophet came in here, this prophet came there, and all over, these, all over the country, and it said that revival begins here. Revival is going to start right here in your city, in Greensboro, North Carolina, etc. And I'm like, well, I guess the bombs hit land here first then. And their eyes get real big, and they're like, what? And I said, yeah, you know what revival is? Revival is true repentance. That's what revival is. I mean, revival starts and ends, and all the in-between there is the power of the Holy Spirit. Conviction comes in. They find out who God really is. It's not about the wonderful praise and worship that you're hearing and how, you know, you got goosebumps all over you, and you just feel so wonderful inside, warm inside. That's not what re- that's not what revival is. That's not what kind of revival God's is going to pour out on here. He's going to pour it out because the judgment's going to hit. There's going to be there's going to be bombs that are hit probably in the cities, and then the people are going to fall on their face because that's what happens when there's a true revival, true repentance. They find out who God is. And they cannot lift their head. If you want the power of the Holy Spirit to come in, you can't lift up your head off the ground. Because that's when the power is there. It's not about looking up into the ceiling and seeing all this gold dust fall down and feathers fall down and saying, oh, this is so wonderful. This is, this is you know, Shekinah, Shekinah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. It just makes me want to throw up because I think this is not revival. It's not a revival. And people are just saying, yeah, there's going to be a great revival. Well, you know, not the kind of revival you would think is going to happen. Not the kind that you're really wanting. Not the kind that's really going to make you feel wonderful. Not the kind of way like that. And so there's people that are being deceived. And it says, don't let that day come. Because there's going to be a falling away. Because I'm telling you that these things are happening. And there's going to be a great falling away because people want to believe their flesh. They want to believe the lies out there. Um, if people are being deceived more and more and more, uh, the scriptures talk about that in these days, that there's going to be more and more deceiving coming on. But I'm telling you, that great revival comes when there is a falling away first. The scriptures say that. A falling away comes first, and then you're going to have this great revival. And it's not going to be because everything is just so wonderful here in America. That's not what's going to happen. And I'm telling you, the world will see a great revival, but they'll be on their face before God. They won't be able to lift up their head because of the glory of the Lord is coming in. The true glory of the Lord is coming in. And that's that's what I'm trying to tell people. I'm not trying to tell, you know, too many people are out there just telling them that it's going to be feeling so good and so wonderful. That's not what revival is. Um... Anyway, I probably I probably made everybody mad that listens to you, Shannon. <laughs> hey, we speak oh, the truth uh, and let the chips fall where they may. Uh, good, <laughs> good word today, and uh, we've got a lot of serious problems in the church, and uh, I really believe that um, if the church does not repent, uh, God is going to bring His judgment on many of yes. them. Um, I'm not going to mention a name. But there is a particular church called IHOP Kansas City. Yes, mm-hmm. and its uh, leader has uh, is stepping down right now while an investigation ah. is going on. Okay, well, I'm glad he's stepping down. Praise Se- God. Sexual Me impropriety too. is the uh, 
allegation. And um, I don't know much about that church other than I'm curious. Do they do deliverance over there? Uh, I think they do. They do like this 24-hour prayer, but they have you, you know, many people. Uh, when I did a, the study about the Kundalini, they have you stare into a light, blank out your mind. You know, we're not supposed to blank, blank out our mind because that's where the devils come in. Right. Because uh, that, it's, it's very demonic. I mean, that's where Bob Jones was, um, where this IHOP was. Um, and they also do this contemplative type of prayer, and they teach you all these kinds of things. And then they, they start shaking like, the, you know, um, have the, the Kundalini all over there, and that's what they want to do. So it doesn't surprise me, and I'm glad he's stepping down. Praise the Lord. I hope they get somebody in there that will straighten us up and clean it up. Absolutely. Um, because it needs to be. You, know, you can't drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils at the same time. You just can't. That's the scriptures right. say we can't. You know, it's, it's, One or the other. It's a blight on the church of God. Uh, it's uh, It should not be happening, but uh, God will expose this stuff. And uh, yes. I think that uh, they're probably not doing deliverance at all. If they did, this man would have got deliverance a long time ago. And probably. Well, they're doing deliverance, but they're getting demons. Just like I said, the fallen angel, this is what's so scary about this, is the fallen angel, uh, they can summon, summon up a demon, lower rank demon than them, and act like there's a healing and lift this guy up out of the wheelchair, for example, or do it to deliverance. They're, not, they're doing nothing but just passing on this demon and this demon and this demon into people. It's even worse. Sure. So they might say it's, it's deliverance, but it's not the Lord's deliverance. Okay. You know, that's not what it is. Very good. A very good explanation of that. That makes sense. And um, it's, it's shameful what they're doing over there, but uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, there's a lot of this going on in the church and I know it says judgment first starts at the house of God yes so sir I think it's coming uh, Sister Leslie great message today now before we close I want you to give out your contact information tell people how they can reach you in your ministry and how they okay. can also pick up your books alright I do have a YouTube channel called trainingtheprophets.com uh, go to that website uh, you'll get a lot of my teachings and trainings uh, from there, from that YouTube channel. Uh, you can also order all of my uh, books and you know any videos that are there or, and listen to different teachings uh, by trainingtheprophets.com. You can also go to prophecyclub.com and get all my materials. Also, I believe on uh, watchprophecyclub.com uh, is uh, a couple of I'd actually, I talk about the fallen angels on, if you go to watchprophecy.com and get that, you can watch the whole uh, series that I did on this and also about the transgender what I spoke on the last time I was with you 90 seconds you can get that there, so it's prophecyclub.com or traintheprophets.com Fantastic thank you for coming on today um, an honor to be here with you and also last week with Brother Stan, we love and appreciate you both and uh, we'll see you next time All right. Thank you. God bless you. Great word. Thank you.